Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Okie Dokie, and I'm your host, Elena Stoddard. As always, I want to start the episode off by thanking you for listening, thank you for clicking on this week's episode and being here with me. And a little side note I want to bring up, today I'm a little congested, so just don't mind if my voice sounds like a little more nasally than normal. And for today's episode, I don't really have much of an introduction planned. I mean, things are kind of the same in a way. Like, I am back at college. It's my second week of classes. It's been amazing to see all of my friends again, you know, after we've been away from each other for like a month. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just existing. And I'm really excited to get into the content of today's episode. So this podcast episode was inspired by a text that I got from one of my friends. And the text said, and also we had this conversation like a little while ago, and I'm just making the podcast episode about it now. But anyways, that's besides the point. So my friend texted me and she says, Elena, my love, can I ask you a potentially stupid question? And I said, you know what? I bet it's not stupid. And yes, of course you can. And I had like a bunch of explanation marks after. And the text reads, should I reach out to my ex? And I bet all of us, our first gut reaction should and probably is fork no. Literally, girl, what are you thinking? Literally, no. No, 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 no. This is such a bad idea. And that's, you know, and obviously she like said some other stuff after, but I'm not gonna disclose that. But literally my first text back to her was in all caps, no, 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 I think no. Like, I was just, no. And so today I'm going to be giving you my hot take on closure. I don't even know if this is a hot take. Truth be told, I kind of don't really know how to use the phrase hot take fully correctly, but I think that this is a hot take. Either way, it's just my opinion on closure. And when I mention closure in this episode, I mean closure in the sense, like in a relationship type aspect. Or I guess this could potentially apply to some friendships too, but mainly I'm talking about relationships. So I don't want closure to be mistaken as something like if your relative, your grandma dies and you didn't get to say goodbye. Like, no, this is a different type of closure. Now, the person or my friend who texted me asking, should I reach out to my ex? She is a very intelligent person, academically, emotional intelligence-wise, and she's also not the type of woman to pine over some stupid guy when clearly he doesn't like her back. Like, she's not that type of person, and the only reason why she's running into the pickle of should I reach out to my ex is because when they broke up, they didn't really have the chance to have a full closing breakup conversation. And it wasn't her fault. Clearly, it was the dude's fault. He just, like, refused to talk to her. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, do you guys know that one TikTok going around? That one TikTok of, like, women on, like, a jet ski or a boat or driving around and it's just, like, where do men get the audacity? Yeah, no, this is one of those moments where in my head I was like, where do men get the audacity when she told me this story? And... Like, when she told me the story of, like, how when she and her boyfriend were breaking up, he literally just, like, wouldn't talk to her. 
He was just like, yeah, no, we're like not going to be together anymore. And didn't say anything. And keep in mind, they had been in like a committed relationship for a while. And so I want to premise this by saying that there are different situations of relationships that you have romantically. Maybe just like a one night stand, hookup buddy, friends with benefits, um, a new boyfriend or girlfriend, and then like a long term partner or relationship. And I would have to say that everyone's entitled to their own version of closure, like what they think that they should receive from the other person. But in my opinion, I think that if you are having like a one night stand or even like a short amount of time hookup buddy, I feel like there's not too much closure that one might need. Closure coming from a conversation with the other person. I don't know. I think it should just be a little more obvious. I don't know if obvious is a good word for it. But yeah, like you weren't in my, the way I view, it's like if I wasn't in a committed long-term relationship with this person, what really needs to be said? Like literally, like that's kind of, that's kind of how my brain works. And I also want to reiterate just in case that I don't mean to sound insensitive. This is just my opinion on it. And I know that everyone is different and that everyone's ideas of when you should or shouldn't have an ending conversation is different. So this is just my opinion. And yeah, I don't want to be insensitive. My friend, she was on the other side of the spectrum where I personally think that if you are in a committed relationship with someone, and this this maybe could apply to friends with benefits, that that's gray area. Situationships, you know, that whole that whole thing, that's that's rough. That's gray area. But I think that if you are in a full committed relationship with someone, you owe it to each other to at least have a breaking up conversation. And this is something that my friend did not get, even though I think she wholeheartedly deserved it. Because like if you're dating someone for a long amount of time, you owe it to the other person and they owe it to you. And that's why she was asking, should I reach out to my ex? Just because she felt like they didn't have a chance to have that type of conversation. And so even though I totally agree that I think it would have been good for her and her ex-boyfriend to have that conversation because it would probably make moving on for her a lot easier. And like, it's been a while. Like, she's pretty much moved on. But she said that she still feels like, I don't want to speak for her, but like, I got the gist that she feels like there's still some things unspoken, unsaid, unsettled. Like, it's just not fully done. And I... I felt for her because this is such a tricky situation. Like, I've been through breakups with long-term boyfriends or longer-term relationships where we even had a breakup talk and I still felt like things were left unsaid. Or I've also had times where I've had, what, I this never happened with a serious boyfriend but more casual relationships. Well, there were, the guy will want to meet and, like, talk about it and in my head I was like, I don't really have much to talk about. Like, it's clear. Like, we just, we don't feel the same way about each other, and that's fine. Like, let's move on. So, like I said, it really depends on each person and every situation. But my biggest take on closure that I have learned in the last 19 years of existing and dating is that no one can give you closure but yourself. Let me repeat it again so the people in the back can really hear. No one can give you closure but yourself.
And my hot take is pretty self-explanatory, saying that you can only get closure from yourself. Like, it's not that complex. But I think that it can be complex to execute, especially if the person that you were in a relationship with is a long-term relationship that is ending. And the way that I think of this is just, I connect the fact that you can only get closure from yourself to one of my favorite phrases. I don't know about you, but do you have any phrases that you like to live life by? Maybe it's the golden rule, being like, well, I should only treat others how I want to be treated. You know, one of those. And one of my phrases is, never go to the problem for a solution. Fun fact, I actually did not come up with this phrase myself. I'm not going to take credit for it. I heard it on Whitney Cummings' podcast. So if you don't know her, Whitney Cummings, she's a comedian. I Personally, I think she's really funny. And she has a podcast called Good For You that I like to listen to. So that's where I heard this phrase. I want to go a little more in depth and truly explain the phrase, never go to the problem for a solution. So, close your eyes, well, unless you're driving or walking, which maybe you are, but just imagine this with me, okay? You're walking your dog, walking your cat, you're walking by yourself, whatever, and all of a sudden, a van pulls up next to you. This creepy, pedophile-looking white van, and these two dudes come out, and they kidnap you. And you're like, what the fork? I'm so scared, like... Ah! And you get brought to this creepy, creepy warehouse, you know, and you're just, you're kidnapped. You're literally kidnapped. And now you got a problem on your hands. The problem in this fictional situation is that you're kidnapped. And now you need a solution. You either need to call the police, you gotta run away, you need to go get help, whatever it is. Would you go to the problem for a solution? Would you go to your kidnappers and be like, hey, kidnappers, like, actually, I would really love not to be kidnapped right now. Do you think you could, like, let me borrow your phone so I could call 911? Thank you. Like, no, that's not going to happen. And that just demonstrates in a very extreme, unlikely version, never go to the problem for a solution. Now, let's go back to if you are ending a relationship or you're trying to process a relationship, I want you to apply the same type of logic. I'm going to be asking you this question and I want you to ask yourself this question. Why? Why in the world would you go to the person who hurt, disappointed, left, whatever emotion that you're feeling or whatever, I guess, action they did to you? Why would you go to them for a solution? Why would you go to them for comfort? And I think it's a lot of times because, well, I've even been guilty. I've done this in the past with long-term boyfriends where you think in your head, okay, this person is going to tell me something that's going to make it all make sense. It's going to take away all of these emotions I'm feeling and I'm just going to get it. And in my opinion, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that exists. And that's why I think closure fully comes from ourselves. Now, to really wrap up this podcast episode, you know, bring everything, everything together, even though I think that it's absolutely terrible, and it makes me so, so mad that my poor friend did not get to have the short, 
you know, ending it, closing conversation that she deserved. I think now, you know, time has passed. You know, she's pretty much healed. Like, I'd say she's mostly over it. You know, it's just that there's no point anymore in trying to go back and have that conversation. Because, you know, I feel like it's kind of like a you gotta do it in the moment or else the moment's passed. And just the fact that closure comes from yourself. There's nothing he can do for her now that's gonna fully, really put it to rest. Alrighty, so that is it for this week's episode. And I would really love to get your feedback on this episode. Did you like this type of episode? Like, what are your thoughts on closure? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Yeah, I'd love to know. So, once again, thank you again for listening, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs>